You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Justin, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. Um, all right, John, let's get to uh, a little general news and notes, a staple on the Tuesday episode of the podcast. What do you got for the people this week to make them sound smarter at the water cooler? Okay, well, let's start with the players we've just been talking about. I was asked uh, by uh, In the Loop, Landry Glocker and John Lopez, what they, what player I was most looking forward to seeing next season other than C.J. Stroud. And I said, well, Anderson Jr. Mm-hmm. And I asked Will this question on Monday. He didn't give me a really good answer like I want. It's good enough. But the reason I'm so fired up about it, Will Anderson Jr. had seven sacks and 13 starts, played in 15 games. And that is a record for rookies. Uh, Mario Williams, 2006. Texan, a Texans record, for the team record for Yeah, for what did I say? You just said record for rookies. I, oh, I, I well, just want yeah, to clarify Texans. so people know you mean for the Texans. Yeah. So Mario Williams in 2006, first overall pick, started 16 games. He had four and a half sacks. So Anderson beat him by a long shot. And in his next two seasons, he had 14 and 12. Mm-hmm. So his career took off as a pass rusher because he had the experience from his rookie year, and I expect that to happen to Anderson. Now, in 2011, J.J. Watt, he started 16 games. He had five and a half sacks. The next two seasons, he had 20 and a half and 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. So Will Anderson Jr., I would expect his him just to explode and his career be on an upward trajectory, and he will become a perennial difference maker off the edge and a double digit sack uh, uh, master. Yeah, it's un- it's a shame he had the ankle injury at the end of the year, John. And I know he had that great game against um, uh, Indianapolis where he- I think that was the game where he only played 12 snaps or whatever. It was it Tennessee or Indianapolis where he was? I think just- it was Indy. I'm yeah, sorry. He- I think it was Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Where he only play- he played 12 snaps and he had six pressures and two sacks and it was, he did a great job. I think it was Tennessee. Um, you're right. Uh, it's a shame that that um, that he was banged up at the end of the year because when he was healthy, it was starting to look a lot like 
kind of like a lot like J.J. Watt, where J.J., you could tell by the end of his season, like you look at his numbers for the year and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's a decent rookie year. But if you just watch the last six, seven, eight games of J.J. Watt's rookie year, similarly with Will Anderson, you can look at it and go, okay, the next full season this guy has, to your point, John, he's a double-digit sack guy. Uh, the next time he's playing 17 games or 15 or whatever the full season is for him for him next year. So um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to, to see – uh, Will Anderson in his sophomore year, for sure. And uh, Anderson was hurt, so he didn't get the best of him in the two playoff games. But uh, And Watt, in his playoff loss at Baltimore after the 2011 season, he had two and a half sacks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it all well started tackled. with that Cincinnati playoff victory yeah. when we saw greatness. Now, C.J. Stroud – Started the season with 191 consecutive passes without an interception. Finished with 198. And primarily because he only threw five interceptions, Texans had the fewest uh, turnovers in the league. And a remarkable statistic, Devin Singletary never fumbled. Not that he didn't lose one. He never fumbled one time mm. as a rusher or receiver. The Texans lost only two fumbles other than players other than Stroud. They only lost six fumbles overall, and Stroud had four. The other two were Beck and Schultz. Schultz. I to remember me, the Schultz one. That is amazing. Yeah. That only two position players lost fumbles. Well, and that none of them are – I mean, I know Beck's a fullback, but, like, none of them are running backs. You know, they're like Damian Pierce – or because he was the you know he was the guy early in the season and the Devin single the Devin Singletary didn't fumble is incredible uh like at all like not lose a fumble like fumble like put the ball on the ground that's that's a cool stat John people talk about CJ I saw on ESPN saying he had the greatest season for a rookie quarterback well no he didn't um uh, he ended up with 4108 yards 23 touchdowns five interceptions he was 10 and 7 as a starter in 2004 Ben Roethlisberger was 13-0. and 0. They had 17 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. They were predominantly running team, and he had 26, uh, 2,621 yards. But he helped them get the AFC Championship game where they were upset at home by New England, and I covered it. And Andrew Luck in 2012, he went 11-5, threw for 4,374 yards, and 23 touchdowns, same as Stroud, but he had 18 interceptions compared to Stroud's five. John, do you think if you plunk 2023 C.J. Stroud on the 2004 Steelers that he goes 13-0 and uh, with that team? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, you're, great, I, you're saying it's a great running game. You're saying Ben had a Ben Roethlisberger had a better rookie year. Yeah, he won a bunch of games. He also had a bunch of Hall of Famers on that team with him. Like CJ is CJ's digging a team out of the muck whose best player was Damian Pierce a year ago. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, now the Texans in the playoffs had three non-offensive touchdowns, the two pick sixes by Nelson and Harris in the 45-14 uh, victory over the. Browns, and then a 67-yard punt return by Steven Sims. That is the most touchdowns in the postseason by non-offensive players since the Packers in 2010. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the Texans and that team made the Super Bowl. The Texans got knocked out in the divisional round. <laughs> it's amazing how many more games the other teams have had, but they've not had three returns for touchdowns. Wow, and that's crazy. And John, if you think about it, uh, just a few weeks before that, they had uh, Damian Pierce kickoff return for a touchdown against Cleveland. The uh, in oh, week sixteen. Yeah, that's right. In week sixteen, yeah. Um, nice. What else? I got one more here that I thought okay. was very interesting, just because. I hadn't thought about it. Christian Harris in the loss at Baltimore, he he rushed 13 times chasing Lamar Jackson, and he had six pressures, and all were unblocked, which means D'Amico made great calls to free him up, mm-hmm. or he did a great job of just avoiding any blockers, but he was unblocked and uh, six unblocked pressures. That is the most unblocked pressures in any game this season, playoffs or regular season, according to next-gen stats. Mm, okay, I like that, John. I, Christian Harris has got to be on the list of Texans that fans have to feel really, really good about going into 2024. Like that he's, you know, if you're starting to put together like, okay, the Texans, we expect them, we hope that they're going to be better in 2024 than they were in 2023 that they're going to be one of the better teams, if not one of the best teams in, in football, like a top perennial, like power rankings, top quarter of the league, win their division, which means they should get more recognition for individual players as opposed to just Tunsil making the Pro Bowl every year. I think Christian Harris got to be one of those guys probably that you look at who could make that that jump next year to being a, uh, to being you know a, a, a widely recognized player, especially because the Texans this year were playing big primetime games down the stretch. So people really got to know the Texans over the last three or four weeks. You know, they had the stage to themselves in their last three games, two playoff games and that Colts game in week 18. And Christian Harris played great in all of those games. Texans have playmakers at every level on defense. Will Anderson, Jr., Christian Harris, and Derek Stingley, Jr. And offense besides Stroud, Nico Collins has become a terrific receiver. You know, no new guy emerged in the offensive line. Tunsil's still the guy, but uh, the defense, when it comes to great young players, has more than the offense. Yep, it does right now, for sure. 